I've been on the plane in a while. I've been divorced a couple of times. That's I should have done the poll when I look good. Yeah. Um, I, you, why didn't you? Oh, I don't know. You had your morals, your values. You you didn't want to compromise your I relationships. Think I always had a bad back, and so <laughs> from the smallest room in New York City. I don't want my my stuff hanging out like that. Well, why not? It's a show that gives you a reason to See, live. I came to New York. I was like, oh, I'm definitely just going to get a husband, and that didn't happen. And now I'm just like annoyed. I'm annoyed because I have to work all the time, and then go do stand up, and it's just like I'm t- I'm tired. In Queens, a California woman was out walking after midnight in the Long Island city moonlight when she noticed. She was being followed by a stranger. The 28-year-old female was walking on Astoria Boulevard around 1 a.m. And between 18th and 14th Streets, she noticed that the stranger had noticed her and that he was following her. After passing 12th, the stranger grabbed her from behind, turned her around to face him before reaching under her skirt and grabbing a handful of her backside. She screamed. (laughs) He ran off. And I guess they're not strangers anymore. The wanted man was shown on video, released by the police, wearing a white Hollister brand shirt and gray shorts. Joining me now, Stacy Kendro. Hey, Stacy. Hey, how's it going? I'm all right. You know what Hollister is? Were you able to? I had to look it up. I've never. I, it didn't ring a bell for me. Like what the Hollister brand shirt would look like. No. Yeah, okay. Well, if you're curious, but you're probably not. No. I'm gonna type in the full thing: Hollister brand shirt. Uh, just to make sure we got. Now, uh, here's what it looks like. Really nothing. Okay, that just looks like a T-shirt. How the hell do you spot that? I guess it has a, uh, what's, what is the symbol on that? It's like a bird. Oh, uh, it's almost like a Nike, like a, the brand and the image that goes with it. Right, and that's it. I mean, like, it, it, it's not a particularly expensive well, thing. Well, we're so unhip, we don't even know what it is. <laughs> oh, wait, that's 1995, so I don't think we have to be too hip to know about that T-shirt. Oh, right. Or not know about it. It's from California. That's why she recognizes she's from California. I guess in California you can walk around late at night, no What's problem. What's funny is they walk around with shorts that are so... That are like you know going up the the backside. They and do, then, they then, do, yeah. And then they're, they're surprised. I sound like an old lady. Mm-hmm. They're surprised when someone grabs their ass. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's true though. You know, I mean, it's so tempting. You see it. You're like, man, that is really. I, I don't want my my stuff hanging out like that. I mean, well, why not? I don't know, but I don't think I wanted to when I was young, and, mm. and it actually looked better. <laughs> uh, well, no, you, you, you're still pretty young. I mean, and you could still pull it off. I see it happen all the time, but it doesn't seem like your style. But it, right, it's not that. But also, isn't it kind of like you, you just like why don't you just walk around in a bikini in New York City? Like why? Mm. I, I don't want to see question. somebody's like inner thigh when I'm on the subway. I just it's not something I want to see. I well, don't care if it's a hairy guy or a hot girl or whatever. Well, okay, obviously any guy dressed like that is gay. You see that all the time on the subway. (laughs) So the women, I don't have a problem with it. I I really, they've redefined shorts this year, man. I mean, shorts have been short for a long time, but man, they are really... Now they're really short. It's new, yeah. It's a big development. It's a lot of ass cleavage is what it is. Lower ass cleavage. Like, yeah, it's like a boob. It's like a boob hanging out of the shorts. It really is. And they they look uh, amazing sometimes, you know? I mean, like it always is a head turner. They really want you to look at their ass. That's the message I take from it. I mean, they really are. Uh, there's something exhibitionist they're about that. What are they? Yeah, they're, av- <laughs> that's exactly they're advertising. They're advertising. They're not. They're too like you know uh, young or like lazy to do the poll. Yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> by the way, if there's any women listening, <laughs> I've been on the plane in a while. I've been divorced a couple of times. That's I should have done the poll when I look good. Yeah. Um, I, you. Why didn't you? Oh, I don't know. You had your morals, your values. You you didn't want to compromise your relationships. A a bad back, and so (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's a deal breaker. 
<laughs> well, you ain't any workman's comp, but I think you're like, <laughs> it doesn't work that way because you're like a contracted uh, sort of an individual there when you work. Usually, I think that's how it works. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think they contract you out. And you don't you don't actually work. But, you know, uh, there's got to be more reasons than the bad back. I mean, like, what, if you're completely healthy now and 10 years younger, would you really climb up? Would you really work the pole? Or 20 years younger, whatever it would be. I don't know. See, I came to New York. I was like, oh, I'm definitely just going to get a husband and then I'll work some shit out. And that didn't happen. And now I'm just like annoyed. Oh. I'm annoyed because I have to work all the time and then go do stand up. And it's just like, I'm, t- I'm tired. Weren't you freshly divorced when you came here? I wasn't freshly, no. Oh, okay. So you've been divorced a bit and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to New York and find a husband. I know somebody else is trying that strategy. And Who's it's that? From, uh, it's just this female who moved here uh, not too long ago. Uh, well, her name's, uh, I don't want to. Is she a comic? The thing is, you know, she. Tell me after. Oh. Not a comic, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Well, but her name, she can. But. She and I can join forces. We'll. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll create an app, like you know, <laughs> dried <laughs> old twats. <laughs> I don't know. She's not quite <laughs> as old as you, but she's also not uh, experienced at all. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know how. I, it's hard to say with her. I mean, she's she's been in the military. Okay, so she like sheltered. It's hard to or say. Or did about she her. grow up like uh, Amish or something? Oh right, because she's from Salt Lake City. Hmm. Yeah, only Sorry, because, like, you know, I just thought it was going to be, that was going to be a little, I don't know what I thought. Yeah? <laughs> thought, okay, wait, you thought uh, that, see, the thing is about coming here to do that is that the odds are really against you. I know. it's like the women to men ratio no, is really the, poor. No, but, like, I'm already bitter and, like, and, and upset at the failure and things not working out. I don't want to get disappointed anymore, so I come to New York to do stand-up. <laughs> oh what kind of decision making was going on? <laughs> that is nuts. Uh, Man, I, that's... that's <laughs> yeah, I don't make good choices. I think I'm going to go to KFC. Well, you remember this, because you ever hear of people who marry the same person twice? Now, that's weird, yeah. I have... I have in fact, I You're know... Like, who would be that I know dumb? a couple of them, who yeah. Who would be... And that's what I did. You married the same guy twice? <laughs> twice. And you've only been married twice? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's Man, you really had a bad for that guy. How long in between marriages? He was your first and second husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long in between? Like two years. And you were married how long the first time? Uh, I'm just trying to get an idea of how weird you are. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts. Usually, if people uh, have four or more marriages, they're marrying one of them. They start repeating. It's hard to get more than four people to... Sign on forever, or, or, well, or you know. Yeah. So if you if you're married a fourth time, I see what you're I'm saying. The likelihood, is the likelihood is the likelihood goes up. Yeah, my my sister repeated. Her ex husband also repeated. Really? Oh, so you know people, but a different woman. So she repeated with her third and fourth husband, and I think that he had a second wife and then a third wife, and then went back to the second wife. Oh God! But she was his first, and they they were high school sweethearts. That's what happens. It just means you don't make good choices. There's not a deep psychological thing. You just kind of <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> there might be. I, I mean, you make some good choices, but I mean, yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah. So so yeah, <laughs> I'm all bitter and tired. I uh, I just don't want to have any more disappointment. I'm going to go to New York City and do the hardest thing on earth. <laughs> Uh, to succeed at. So does anybody ever grope you in the street? Has that ever happened? No. Because you're not advertising. I think people would know. I, I I honestly think people like have energy that they carry with them because I would take a motherfucker out. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would either throat punch you or I would knock you over. I would do something. Right. Okay. I believe you. And, and, so, and so you think that some people are putting an energy out there like, hey, I, there's not much I can do about this. Well, some girls just, yeah, they don't like realize, especially in New York, 
I would I would hate to have kids and have them be in the city. I just feel like it's so, you know, everything. There's crazies. It's just, and especially somewhere like like Herald Square, like here, where it's like really crowded. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, there's like, and and it's a great. If you were a crazy person or a horny person or a uh, criminal person, maybe even drunk, like a drunk guy. Or a drunk guy. You no, know, it's really crowded, and a couple girls go by with shorts like that, and you just you know. It, it happens before you know it. I don't want to say asking for it because that's not the right way to put it, but it's almost like... Well, you, but they, they, that is what you're saying, though. I mean, in so many words, you, you're not saying it that way, but I mean... You, no, that's what I'm saying. You don't want to say it. <laughs> 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 it's true. It is true that they're... Look, they don't want that to happen, but you know what? You, we live in a real world where you know, if you put it out there, then you raise your chances of that. You know, like... Rapists rape women in dresses more than they do in pants because it's just easier. They look for they're opportunists, you know. Right. They're not looking for a hard thing. That's I mean, they rape old women, you know. Oh God, it's, awful. it's not like they're fetishized old women. It's just that there's nothing they can do about it. They won't fight back. Oh my God, that's they're terrible. brittle and frail. Yeah, it was a guy. I mean, this is years ago. One of the first stories we covered. In fact, this guy is walking around uh, on the Upper East Side early in the morning. He happens to pass this woman. She's sitting on her stoop. 80-something years old. I remember this. Sticks his dick in her mouth. Mouth rapes her right there on the street. Unbelievable, right? You didn't. You, you don't see that coming, but then it happens. Well, that's not what I now thought you were going to say. Now, she's not putting it out there. Right. <laughs> Sitting out there being all old and sexy on her <laughs> stoop. Yawning. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to wake up with a cup of coffee. Coffee breath. Well, all right, look, so, so yeah, I, I, I can respect that. And you know what, though? Sometimes uh, that energy, and now I, I believe you, would, there was a woman right here, a woman uh, in our next story here. This is a transition, and it happened in Harlem. A woman fought off a would-be rapist who groped her inside her Harlem apartment building. In the wee hours of the morning, as the victim returned to her building from God knows where, the suspect entered the vestibule behind the unnamed woman, 23 445, 128th and 5th. According to the paper of record, New York Post, the man then grabbed the woman's rear end. So the woman got her backside grabbed in the, in the previous one, and now this woman's rear end but was she grabbed. she fought him off, right? Uh, yeah, she fought back. The two struggled. The suspect grabbed the woman's throat in an attempt to subdue her, police said. The suspect eventually gave up, ran out of the building. He was last seen heading west on 128th Street near Madison Avenue. He was described as a guy wearing a Hollister brand. <laughs> no, no. Described as a man in his mid thirties. He's about six foot one. They don't mention the the uh, race. You know, you you look at the video, and the video shows that he he seems to be a person of color, is that a, a, is that uh, attempting to rape a, a woman in Harlem, which is not uh, a stretch, really. You know, I mean, like it's a. Uh, but I'm not really, uh, I mean, the, the video is available here. I could show it to you. You could just take my word for it. Uh, so you would fight. The, so it didn't look like she had to fight him off too much. Right? Wait, oh, have yeah. you seen this video already? I have. It's pretty short. She actually puts her hand on his throat. Tell me uh, how you've been. How have I been? I, I know as I'm uh, mesmerized by the... <laughs> Crime news. How have you been, Stacey? I've been pretty good. I've been busy. I've been mm-hmm. really busy. Yeah. So that makes me grouchy, and then I go, I should have married someone so I don't have to work so much. So that's where that comes from. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I should have married somebody. we got to find another yeah. story. <laughs> There's tons of them. It's a California story. I don't want to... Here we go. A woman finds off would-be rapist. Oh, he We're is watching. a person of color. 
seems to be. Oh, she's and strangling she's grabbing, him. And, and she's, he's strangling her, too, apparently, at first. And then she she basically she must have fights him off, a knife. off all the way out of but the building. How, you know? But how did she do? She must have had a knife or something, because how did she get him out? Spins around. So they're choking each other, you know, but she's going right at it with him. She is not. She must have grabbed him. Again, he's choked. What is this he has in his hand? I'm curious. What is this? You see this when it's he... It's hard to tell because it cuts to him leaving. She must have kicked him in the nuts and they don't show it. Oh, they would show that. A comical thing. See, see, look at his hand. Right here. He has something there. Oh. Is that like some sort of a... Uh... Like a roofie napkin? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that's the, the word that's for it. Roofie napkin. <laughs> yeah. Like they soak a, a formaldehyde thing or yeah, something. Yeah, a roofie think... napkin. <laughs> He used a roofie <laughs> napkin on me. Look, I think that's what's going on, though. Because why else would he have that napkin like that? Maybe he would just stuff it in her mouth just to, to yeah. shut her up. But the, So they to, cut to it so her. you can't see what happens in between him attacking her and her shoving him out the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do cut it. But I think that they do that because they just want to give you a description of the guy more than anything. Oh, They're I not see. really trying to like show the whole thing go down. And if it was something amazing, you know, that I'm sure they would... Maybe she blew him in the interim or something. You know, I mean, they want to like not send the wrong message. She fought him off with her mouth, <laughs> but it, it's probably not that. Uh, yeah, so there you go. There's the story of her. So are but we happy for her? We're like very that happy for her. Happened to me, I would be scared. Like she's in a closed space. I'm talking about like someone grabs you on the street, like the girl with their. See, butt if somebody grabs out. you in the street, you can just like sort of get away. Yeah, you can get away, or if you really want to hurt them, you can. But like she's in a can this you? is a double door situation. It's a tiny space. That's scary, and but, especially but, if he's stronger. But what choice do you have? You know, you, you got to even you got to kick him in the nuts. You got to do something, yeah. Go for his go for his sack. There's but no so, shame in going for the sack. If fear overcomes you, you know, like <clears throat> you know, people panic, you freeze, like starts to feel a little hot to them. You mean is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, I, I, my friend, I have a shiv in my bag. You do. I do. do you it's, feel it's threatened not, or something. It's, uh, it's actually. Um, Can I see your shiv? It's a. Sw- I think it's a switchblade. Oh no, it's not. I bet it's a. I bet it's a. No, it's what like they a call pocket knife. Gravity knife. Can I see you it? have to push it. Actually, it's not in my bag, but it's ah. funny to say it's in my bag. But my friend's always like, you got to carry this with you. I used to carry it with, well because I lived in a bad neighborhood in Boston, so I used to take it with me everywhere. But like then it was travel, and then the airport and stuff, they would confiscate it. Yeah, they're like, look, you just got to get raped. <laughs> it, 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 the gravity knives are illegal. I have a knife that I carry around, and, and it's like you have a you, you can open it when you when you take it out of your pants, or like it, it hangs on there, and you can take it out and with one hand like to open it. But it's not like a flip open kind of deal or something. You know, it's hard it's to describe. It's not a switchblade. It's like a. <laughs> yeah, it opens in a way that is like convenient, but that's it. I don't know why I would ever. I mean, like, I, I don't anticipate having to cut anybody or anything. I mean, like. Yeah, but we do uh, live I, in New York. I mean. You never know. Better to have it and not need it, as but they mine, say. But mine, I'd be like, f- like fumbling with it, trying to open it. And fumbling through your bag and everything. You know? <laughs> I mean, but yeah, what's, you know, still. It's it's good to have you know surviving edge weapons is very difficult <laughs> <laughs> knives and shit you know <laughs> is this channel two <laughs> we have two cavemen here I I think I've I, I might have discussed this before on the show uh, and I and I believe I probably have in fact I know I have but it just it just always strikes me as funny this is a scenario where the guy was cooking here. And uh, it's to show how far back in time these edged weapons go. You see, he pulls out his knife. Oh, and he's stabbing him in the leg. The inner yeah. thigh, that soft inner thigh. Ugh. He goes, he knows that's vulnerable. 
at these terrible wigs they've got on. Uh, so he steals the whole chicken. Unless you've already been a knife victim, is the speed with which attacks can occur. <laughs> Switchblades and gravity blades can be drawn and used instantly. Folding blades, like buck knives, can be locked in place when drawn, even with one hand. Watch how fast someone who's really skilled can get into action with a knife. And concealment can be almost anywhere. This is good. Yeah. The main thing is, watch out for Asians. <laughs> and this guy's got one on his back. Oh, and it's Olivia Newton-John style. <laughs> Tucked into his let's get physical headband. There we go again. You gotta tell people all to look these this scenarios, up. you know. Access to an officer's duty knife. Your escort procedures make sure it stays secure. Okay, let's go to the car. Hey! It was a lot worse than it looked, that stab, you know what I mean? Uh, Edged weapon attacks often occur. We have a guy walking up to... Uh, Jim Storney? Storney, I got a warrant for you. I know you're in there. Waiting inside. Oh, my God. This big guy. He's a sword. Who spies a sword right by the door. He should be playing video games. Make it more realistic. Oh my god, old school Opens the door crack, <laughs> runs him through with the sword All right, Rockford Files over here, files yeah. over here with it, the gun t- Totally, yeah, the suit and the pistol <laughs> Yeah, It's totally a Rockford Files thing You Wait, want to I take just, those officers to the door with you I did myself like, <laughs> well, yeah, I love it, because you don't get a lot of Rockford Files references You know, you don't get any it's, Hey, that's a good one, dead or alive uh, That guy Oh, uh, James, Garner? James Garner, dead Oh, dead mm-hmm. What do you think? I have no idea. I, think right. I don't know. Well, I'll well, check we it have out. to look it up. That, I love that game. Was an American actor. Dead. Died oh, in 2014, July 19th in Brentwood. Uh, he aged. He was, you know, he was 6'2", this guy. Hmm. He did not seem to lead a, a particularly healthy life. No. James Garner. Not to me. He always looked like a guy who, who stayed out too late, drank too much, and hung out with a lot of ladies. Well, yeah. Well, look at the young James Garner. That's why. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He got too much sun, too. You know. Yeah, that guy got a lot of sun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's all tan and shit. He lived out in California. He used to do movies with um, Doris Day. Oh, didn't he? He made, a, he, says he, he made a name for himself playing unlikely heroes in, in series uh, like Maverick and The Rockford Files. But James Garner was an unlikely hero, too. Turning to show business almost in passing. Before catching the acting bug in his mid-20s, he served in the Army, performed a string of menial labor positions. 1954, scored a non-speaking role in a Broadway play, The Kane Mutiny, Court Martial, starring Henry Fonda, and the rest is history. So we've gone way off no, the it, rails. It, it's normal. It's, uh, this is how the conversation always goes. You should listen to the show sometime. You would know that. <laughs> <laughs> a black FDNY rookie says he was terrified that a fellow firefighter would rape him after a homoerotic hazing by naked bravest. What a weird way to say that. By naked bravest, he was, it was a homoerotic hazing. Generally, it's, you know what? It sounds more, more homo, less erotic. You know what I mean? I've Most, never mostly heard homo. bravest. I don't get it. How they're well, they, call them, they call them uh, New York's bravest. Oh, oh, I see. Because they oh, call a homo bravest. Yeah. Okay, so by naked bravest. <laughs> <laughs> Firefighter 
Gordon Springs. He's 28 years old. He said in a deposition filed in court how he was sexually assaulted and humiliated in 2015, his first day at Ladder Company, 35, Engine Company, 40, near Lincoln Center. And you needed all those numbers, and I gave them to you. That's a squad that's dubbed the Cavemen. So, hey, <laughs> I guess it plays into the whole theme. Springs and three other probies, fresh out of the fire academy, were ushered to the gym where firefighter Peter Grillo, and we've talked about this before, I'm remembering these names now, this firefighter was like basically, he said he gave him an aggressive push, and he whispered, this house is really gay. <laughs> 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 Nothing gayer than an aggressive push. And when he said that, uh, you know, the best thing you could have done right there is just gone, good. Right. Glad to hear it. I am super awesome. gay. And then just like, take your dick out. I'll suck it. <laughs> you know? That would be the thing to do. I mean, what, what, like in comedy, people are always trying to fuck with you and stuff. No. No. Not like in the showers and shit like that. But I mean, like, you know, you have to prove it. I'm talking about on stage. No. You know, haven't you ever had people just try to ruin your show from, oh, from the audience? God, yeah. And you have to not let them. So you have to be able to, like, respond to dumb shit like that. You oh, know? my like, God. I've had people say shit about me that was so funny that the whole audience just fucking burst out laughing, you know? And it's like... <laughs> you can't deny it. It's like... Yeah, it's undeniable, yeah. One of the things was I used to, when I'd have my hair cut shorter, which I, you know, still do, but in a certain way, they would... If I had a fresh haircut, they would yell uh, sometimes, run, forest, Run, forest, You know, like from Forrest Gump? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm a white guy with that. What's happening? How are you? Come on in. Do your thing. Just go ahead and just walk in. What's happening, Carmen? Yeah, I'm all right. Go in there and do the creepy corner. <laughs> Fucking creeps. <laughs> See you in a minute. Those guys are great. The Creepy Corner. They uh, they do a podcast, uh, oh, web, web, a webcast, and uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. I have to watch a little bit of it before yeah, I go or that. listen. I think I'm going to be a guest on there. So excited. I don't know. I don't know why people think you look like Tom Hanks. I I, I, I don't either. I, like, don't. I don't really see it. Mm, I know, and, and a lot and of people say that. A run forest, like that's just. But the hair was kind. I know. That's the other thing. Is that like it's not that fucking funny? And it's all, yeah. But they would laugh, and then so you get to figure out a way to overcome that. Mm. The thing is, you can't get mad. Sounds like this guy got mad. This house is really gay. I get mad. I got heckled just recently. <laughs> and you got mad? This big fat fuck. This yeah. ball. What do you say? Well, he was really drunk. And then they, you know, then I, they said, "Oh, he's a regular." So I sort of like eased up on him. But I said, "I said, let's go outside. I'll take you in the parking lot and stab you like a pig." Wow. I said something really. Violent. You threatened to stab him. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> That definitely, no, they, I mean, that, that can end it, you know? I mean, like, when they see that you're willing to, to fight back with, with, with a knife. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like a rubber ball. Mm. This is firefighter Gordon Springs, like I said, 28. And he's he's really upset. It sounds like he's, uh, you know, maybe, what is he doing? Is he filing suit or something like that? Seems like I mean, it's, a, it's explosive court papers revealing it. So, yeah, that's usually what it is when they say court papers very often. He said all the firefighters were naked. When he saw that all the firefighters were naked, he tried to leave, but someone held the door shut to block his exit. All I could hear is someone yelling orders, lay on the bench, lay on the bench. Mm. <laughs> oh, this doesn't fight. sound like it's going to go in a good place. Oh, I had no idea what was going on. What could have been done to me? I have never been held hostage in a room before. Well, at least of all by a bunch of naked firefighters. <laughs> They're probably all in good shape. So you just, the only thing you could do there is just go, well, look at all this. Where do I start? And they'd be like, gross. All right, fine. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. That's funny. Make them go ahead and gang rape That's you. You know oh what I mean? Because it's still just as much rape if you just say no at the last <laughs> second. You don't have to be against it the whole time. Fuck with them. But he was terrified, apparently, is what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Obeying commands. <laughs> oh my god! Obeying commands to lay on his back and lift dumbbells. He oh said. Ex-marine firefighter Pedro Aristi hovered over him. He crouched. He crouched, and at that point, there was contact made with his penis and his balls on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Adding that Aristi's uh, uh, genitals tapped him twice. I'm too immature oh, for this only story. Twice? No, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, this is in court. He says this by his balls, his penis, and his <laughs> balls. If you're gonna say penis, why not say testicles? But he first he has to do a balls, deposition. Why not say dick? First he has to do a deposition with like secretaries and stuff, like a stenographer, and being like, "My balls or his balls or what?" So he's just gonna say it how he says it. He crouched. <laughs> he crouched at that point. There was contact with his penis and his balls on my forehead. These guys are funny. You're not. You need a sense of humor. Oh, my God. I mean, you need a sense of humor. I bet you everybody in that room had been through something like that. You think so? Yeah, it's hazing. It's like what they oh, do. Oh, it's hazing. I see. I mean, that's the theory anyway, or something similar. Or maybe well, I thought it was going to get worse, so he just put his ball. I get it. So it was just a hazing Well, thing. I mean, there may be more stuff. Uh, I don't think they actually raped him here, but I mean, it's some, funny people, that we're telling some people would consider that rape, you know? Some people would consider that rape. Like, if you did that to a woman, she'd be me tooing. you know what I mean? Like, if, like if, what if Weinstein would have done this, or Weinstein, if he would have held his balls in somebody's face, he'd be, that would be a criminal offense. And like, these guys are getting arrested just for grabbing a woman's backside. Remember the guy who got arrested the other day? That was months ago. Mm-hmm. The last time we talked, we talked about this guy. He's a, a former health uh, commission official or something, like a CDC official, and he lives here. He had a fucking feminist activist over to his house, She's leaving on the way out, puts his hand on her backside. And yeah, now, that was And now weird. he's fucking in jail? Yeah, that was weird. Or he got arrested anyway and, and went to jail. And, and now this guy, and these guys, you know, they're not going the criminal route at all. And he's got a fucking dick and balls in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Aristide warned Springs not to report the incident. He told me he could punch me in my face and there was nothing I can do about it. This sounds very much like uh, school. It sounds does. very much like you learn about this in school. Mm. I guess this guy was never bullied in school. Well, they just... Don't grow emotionally, the firefighters. They just <laughs> <laughs> firefighters seem to have a good time, though. Yeah. They do. They seem to have a good time. There's that whole thing about firefighters like cheating on their wives a lot. They, they like ladies, and they like crazy ladies, and they like uh, adultery is fun for them. And, is I mean, that right? I mean, you've never... <laughs> come on, you're from Boston. No, but I know cops. Like, I, I haven't Don't heard that. Don't you know Dennis Leary? <clears throat> well, I, well, that's true. Well, yeah. He's a fireman show. on a show. Yeah. That's whole thing. That was right? a good show. That's true, but well, like cops, I always hear cops like do cheat a lot, and and because because the work is so the job is so tough, they get divorced a lot. But I haven't heard the thing about firefighters. I just know they like make. Well, for them, it's the opposite. They've got all this time on their hands. Yeah, <laughs> they're sitting around the station throwing cards into a hat, and uh, you know, fucking shining up the pole. So they're like, let let's put our balls on Steve's forehead. Like he's new. That's to be fun. <laughs> and just hope the alarm doesn't go off or whatever. You don't have to slide down a pole with your fucking. <sighs> Naked body. <laughs> <laughs> it says he also taunted him, this guy, Aristy. He seems like he was the ringleader here. He said, I know you would like my balls in your mouth. I was terrified. I believe that Pedro Aristy was, his goal was to try to rape me. This doesn't, if your goal was to rape somebody, <laughs> I don't know why you, you don't bring in all the other guys, you know, and all get naked. You know what I mean? It, that's a good point. I mean, yeah. That's a really good point. Because they're going to go, jeez, Pedro. I'm still, I'm still laughing. No, Pe- oh, fuck. They would rip him off of the guy. You know, be like, no. Like, gross. What are you doing, I'm man? still laughing, and he should be like, hey. 
<laughs> what? I'm still laughing at the first thing you said. Like when he first walks in, he should have embraced. The only way to chase it off. If you get defensive, that's a different thing. Just like, right. Uh, so that's why they really went with they, it. They went with it. Yeah. Spring said Aristy off, uh, often asked him, what are you in reference to his skin color? Pedro made it clear to everyone who asked my race that I was a mixed bag of shit. So uh, this uh, Pedro, who I assume is Hispanic, mm-hmm. racially, <laughs> coming down on this guy who is a mixed bag of shit. God knows uh, that is uh, it's hard to deal with at work, I guess. In his deposition, Aristide 40, uh, he denied his genitals ever touched Springs, <laughs> saying he was at a distance. I mean, I, I put it like fucking in his face, but not, I didn't touch it. <laughs> Leaning against the wall. He said others referred to Springs and even himself as a shit bag. So a shit bag, not a mixed bag of shit, but a shit bag. Another incident that June, this goes on. In another incident in June, uh, other firefighters allegedly dumped buckets of water and breadcrumbs on Springs as he climbed the firehouse pole. That seems normal, buckets of water and breadcrumbs. I mean, that seems like something they might do. He plunged to the ground, injuring his back. <sighs> climb the firehouse. Why do you climb the firehouse pole? I thought you just slid down. Um, Why would you climb it? I don't know. After filing complaints with the FDNY, Spring City found his mattress missing and metal screws in his boots, which he believed believes was retaliation. Metal screws in his boots. A doctor's diagnosed Springs with uh, PTSD. Oh, shit. Prescribed medications for anxiety, depression, panic attacks. Oh, this poor guy. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> his testimony was filed in U.S. District Court in Manhattan, blah, blah, blah. The state his lawsuit dismissed. No evidence of the incidents, of course, they go on. I, I just say the, the, the fire department is a, it's a weird thing. They, they lower the standards now for the test. They, uh, they, they've made a lot of changes. They want black firefighters so badly in the mm. fire department. They must have them. If they don't, they're in trouble. Mm. They lose funding or something. It's like there's, a, there's very definitely some sort of quota. It sounds like they're getting guys from fraternities. <laughs> Why would they go to firefighting after? Yeah, after raping all those women. (laughs) I don't think frat guys rape as many women anymore. I think that's kind of out. I don't know. It's not cool to rape. (laughs) But a lot of things that aren't really... Forget it. I don't want to talk about all that rape shit. But anyway, that's what's going on in the fire. I mean, if some guy puts his dick and and balls in your your face, and that's not a criminal charge, Hmm. all this shit... I mean, why is that? It's, 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 it's odd, isn't it? Because if that happened in any other work environment, and I mean any other work environment, yeah. except maybe, I don't know. The guy would get fired and he would get, it depends on who, if the guy uh, presses charges. You would think. But if he's going to go, I guess he's like, I want the money rather than to get them in trouble. Uh, three city uh, employees, we were just talking about these shitty city employees. They were arrested, busted early Saturday, unrelated incidents, two for assault, another for drunk driving. Off-duty sanitation worker, sanitation, John Pazinski, 34, charged with third-degree assault after he socked another man in the face during a fight on a booze cruise, 23rd <laughs> Street and FDR Drive. I, I've been on a cruise over there. If you're going to sock somebody, that's the place to do it. Do it on a booze cruise. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's, that's, that's the fight that explains itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it was a booze cruise. Uh, and then, you know, two other people, whatever. Let's go, let's go into this world of lawsuits just for a second, because we have another one. A guy who fainted in a laundromat was misidentified as a mental patient before being restrained, drugged against his will. Wow. And remaining knocked out in a Queens hospital for two days before finally being allowed to return to care for his 89-year-old mother, who needed her medicine. A 66-year-old diabetic, Alfred Sipp, 
fainted from low blood sugar in a Jamaica Queens laundromat, ended up at the emergency room in Queens Hospital Center, where things got out of hand. Sib says he told a doctor that his 89-year-old mother was home alone and needed her medicine, as I mentioned. The physician asked if, if Sip, his response, he, he said, he asked if, if, he, if he would need to see a psychiatrist. Would you? That's, <laughs> I, that's so odd. Yeah, and Sip told the post, Sip told him, I, I have no uh, history of mental illness. I was never in a mental institution. This is what he told the post. I was calm. So when Sip asked why the doctor said that, the doctor allegedly just ignored the question. And he kept saying, why am I, when am I leaving? Because you know, I knew my mother was home alone worried about her. They acted like they didn't hear me. Without warning, a group of nurses tried to remove his clothing. They then uh, tied him to a bed, stated him against his will, according to the lawsuit. Sip told the Post, two husky guys came over. They grabbed me by the arms. They tied my hands to the bed rails. I tried to resist. And then they put their dick in balls. <laughs> they said, <laughs> you want it. I tried to move my arms, uh, he says, but uh, they were two strong guys. I said, what's going on? What are you all doing? This. They didn't say uh, what I was being put in, why I was being put in the psych ward. Nobody was telling me anything. It's terrifying, isn't it? That's really awful. Yeah, I was scared, he says. So they drugged him. Yeah, they drugged him when, when hospital staff refused to let Sip use a bathroom as well. They, they also drugged him, yeah. They uh, sedated him. And uh, they also refused to let him use a bathroom. He was forced to defecate in his clothes. So I'm sure he's like, hey, you guys can actually go ahead and undress me now. Oh, he's totally still want. in the hospital. <laughs> you're, you're totally welcome to. Take yeah, my right. pants, please. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, That's great. Yeah, and I'll use this restraint for something other than a restraint. What the hell hospital is this? Queens Hospital Center is what it's mm. called. Yeah. Oh, they're going down. Yeah, well, he, sp- he spent two days knocked out in the hospital. That's crazy. Stacy Kendrow, two days. By the time he was discharged... He said he felt like he was an abandoned person. He said he felt homeless. God knows how many people put there. <laughs> he was able to catch a bus home where he found his mother, Mildred. Uh, oh, poor Mildred. Mildred uh, Dimistheme, I guess. I, it's another name I never heard of. On the floor, she recently had a stroke and she'd fallen out of bed. So he found her there on the floor. She'd gone three days without food or medicine, was extremely dehydrated. Wow. Meanwhile, it says in the post, meanwhile, Sip says he'll never go back to Queens Hospital Center. And then there's a quote from him. Hell no, not even for a cold. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Being all fucked up with a cold and not going to the hospital? For, <laughs> have you ever gone to the hospital for a cold? No. That would be, that's... No. <laughs> I mean, a broken leg. I won't even go there if I get my dick chopped off. You know, but a cold? <laughs> He's suing for $18 million. Wow. That's what he wants. They say their you know, hospital safety is their greatest priority. Now, I said, well, why not go to Yelp since we're talking about the hospital? That's funny. Uh, so, okay, here's a review in Yelp about this hospital. Uh, it's uh, Brooke M. from San Jose. She has zero friends and 14 reviews. Uh, and she shares, and she uh, has this review of the hospital. It's a one-star rating. I'll tell you that right now. And, and it was in just in July of this year. She says, if there is a negative five-star here, I would. This is from Yelp. So there is this nurse... With dark complexion, a female nurse, curly short hair, tall, working on side B at around 9.30 p.m., and gave my discharge paper around 10.30, July 24th, Tuesday. She doesn't have her badge. That's why I can't see her name. I was being discharged due to vaginal bleeding and cramping. My doctor was Dr. Winograd Stephen Mark. (laughs) Dr. (laughs) Winograd slash Stephen Mark. 
but never saw him. But I saw Kimberly Innocent, Pennsylvania. She was very nice. Kimberly Innocent, comma, Pennsylvania. Weird. Don't know what the fuck that's all about. Did she say vaginal cramping? She said vaginal bleeding, cramping. Oh, okay. And she was, she says, uh, and, and by the way, Kimberly Innocent, she says, was very nice. But <laughs> vaginal. The nurse, you can just say menstrual, but like <laughs> vaginal, vaginal right. got to get that word in there. Well, it's, there's, there's even, it, hold on <laughs> if you're amused because uh, it gets more amusing in that way. But, but the nurse who discharged me is very unprofessional. She asked me to go all the way uh, to where, okay, so she's just removing it. She's so stressed about her baby, blah, blah, blah. So here we go. She included this picture right here. What? <laughs> of gauze? <laughs> I mean, it's blood. She was talking about vaginal bleeding, and there's a picture of a bandage <laughs> that I would assume it's like a tampon or a pad or something. Not a tampon, but a pad, right? It's like this is what was stuck on her pussy. That looks like fucking gauze. Blood. That looks like gauze. Yeah, but look. It doesn't look like a real thing. There's string here. Is that, is that a string that goes no, across there? No, it doesn't look like a real... That looks That's like, blood. It That's is. That's definitely blood. But it looked like she took something from the, you know, where you get Band-Aids and stuff and just shoved it up there. Well, anyway. <laughs> That's what I I'm saying. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's uh, definitely something that she was... <laughs> but why I think is there a what, picture of it? I don't know. In, and, in and Yelp? <laughs> in the Yelp. And not only that, but now that I'm looking at it, it's, it's on like a bed, right? But it looks really... The bed itself looks really nasty. It looks like bugs. I guess it's just, I guess it's just pilled up, you know. But it just there's a lot of these reviews. I mean, there's a ton of them. I don't have time to read all of them. It, but amongst all these bad reviews, okay. So here, when I'll just read a couple of sentences here from some of these. Okay, here's one that says uh, nurses and doctors have all the all all have the I'm better than you attitude. Says uh, Tayana F. Tayana F. Oh, I'm just saying it twice. Watch what you say. Watch your belongings. Pay attention to everything going on around you. The doctors and nurses like to twist words around to make you look at fault. It is, in fact, an us-against-you mentality. Dot all your I's and cross all your T's. Pretty wow. paranoid, right? Well, that sounds shitty. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like like knock you out for two days shitty, but it's no. <laughs> not pleasant. Right. right. You just, like, just kind of like, you know, be careful what you say. Nor S. Yan Ping. Who says? Uh, who gives it one star? Also, I was sexually harassed, and, and this place is unsafe for LGBT survivors of sexual or domestic violence. I was sexually harassed and almost sexually assaulted by another psychiatric patient here, but they didn't take it seriously. They divided their psych ward into male and female sections, and I was placed on the male side in 2015, while recognizing I was transgender and giving me my own room. So they got their—he got his own room. She, what? Fucking he—he he got his own room. In the male section, and was pissed. His own room. If gets if it gets you a private room, why is why do you view that? As, do you want to be in amongst the women? Yeah, that's and that's it. Hmm. I fuck that. It seems like you gotta you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know, I ended up being transferred to Grace's Square. Blah blah blah. Okay, so he's and then he starts bragging. I was placed on the male side, like I said. Got a transgender given my own room. Uh, this didn't stop guys from hitting on me and guys attempting to go into my room because of because on the street, I pass fairly well and do not look like a boy at all. I complained to the staff, but they didn't take the issue seriously. When I threw ice at a particularly troublesome harasser, he made me feel extremely unsafe. They held me down and injected me with Ativan and Haldol. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because, I mean, you're, you're in there throwing shit. <laughs> what, I don't know what this person did to make you feel unsafe, but if it was... Here's the thing. This is how you can tell bullshit. 
in my opinion. If it was something really bad, like he grabbed me, he jerked my clothing, he, 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 he you know, he, yeah, uh, like he, went to hit he, me he said he was going to rape me. Yeah, then it would specifically say that because that sounds really bad, you know, and they wanted to, and obviously, at Yelp Review, you want to present the worst picture possible. And so in presenting the worst picture possible, if those details aren't there, and it's just like he made me feel extremely unsafe, that could be anything. Yep. He just yep. looked threatening. And so I threw ice at him. Right. And you had your own fucking room. Shut the door. <laughs> and then in the midst of all these horrible reviews, we have Sunny C or C Sunny from Lindbergh, New York, who says this <laughs> beautiful building and great food trucks outside. Very friendly police officer who greets people at the door. Q65 bus stops right outside the building. Staff are very cheery, even early in the morning. Always greeting people in the elevator and wishing you a good day. Farmer's Market on Monday is outside the pavilion building. Uh, the views from the two bridges are really nice. And then included a picture of this spinach pie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, spinach pie from... Uh, you know, someplace uh, nearby. Oh, there. so the bloody napkin. Three twenty-five says spinach pie. Three twenty-five, really hot. And a opera. Yeah, and this bloody <laughs> napkin. It's just funny that like. It's so weird. What does any of that shit have to do with the hospital? Great food trucks outside. You will never not have good a job. Good view from the bridges. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> because the people are so stupid in New York. Isn't that nuts? I think that that was that's got to be a plant, right? I mean, nobody would write a review of a hospital and say those words. You know what I mean? Like, so I threw ice at him. And I was no, I'm talking about this, like this, with a fucking beautiful building, great oh, yeah. food trucks outside. Farmers market on Mondays outside the Pavilion Building. So hey, if you look, if you're looking for a good farmers market on Mondays, <laughs> I need a good corn muffin place. Take yourself out right out to <laughs> the Queens Hospital Center. That's out uh, way out in East Queens. I'm I mean, so it's happy like, not to be Jamaican. in Queens, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm fucking, I'm in Manhattan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're like my place is like a closet, but yeah, I know. You're living in violent Brooklyn in a lap of luxury with high ceilings. And, uh, and gangsters. a whole floor and gangsters. Yeah, yeah like, a lot of pot smoking. What are, you, what are you paying out there? It's 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 okay to say we all do that here, don't we? Do we? Yeah, I do. I pay fifteen eighty five. That's not bad. I don't think it's bad. That's not bad at all. But that's, I mean, like that's yeah. like what we pay roughly. Yeah. Oh, the two of you mm-hmm. for the for but for so much more space, but in a in, in a different sort of a neighborhood. Yeah. That's the way it goes. I mean, like, look, if I wanted to live in Ottawa, Tennessee. For fifteen eighty five, I could get a fucking palace. Guess what? Don't want to live in Ottawa, Tennessee. Yeah, not gonna live out there, and no palace for me. I'm happy with my shitty little room, and my wife, who takes up so much space, <laughs> <laughs> she does take up a lot of space. News whore Mandy Statmiller, unwifeablebook.com. Go to unwifeablebook.com and buy that book. So that I can live in the lap of luxury. It is a good book. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, you have a signed copy, I believe. fabulous. Yeah, and... uh, Oh, by the way, I was waiting for you to do that material on my show. What's that? You know, like a string of material, I think, like the first... About my wine? Yeah, yeah, the Uh first time time you did my show, and it's so funny. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I did your show. How often is your show down in Greenwich Village Comedy Club? Uh, like once a month. I sometimes it's really when I feel like it. So sometimes a couple months ago. <laughs> That's certain to draw no one. Just say once a month. It's a monthly show. Last something of the something. 
And even then, it's dicey. I know. So look for Stacy Baby <laughs> at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. It's a Coney Island Knife Fight is what I've entitled it. Coney Island Knife Fight. Sundays. Uh, what an appealing Greenwich. thing. I, I want to go to that. That sounds nice. <laughs> You're a marketing whiz. <laughs> you should have called it Surviving Edged Weapons. <laughs> Uh, James Garner appearing tonight. <laughs> so listen, great <laughs> reference. And uh, look, uh, I hope... To, will you let me do it next month for real? Yeah. Instead of being added last minute? Okay, so I'll be there. And I'll tell you what, I'll keep you posted on when it is. Next time I'm going to be there, I'll tell you. And then you can go. I know there's people who like to go see the show. Yeah, uh, there's, Every once in a while, people are like, where are you going to be? They check my website, and sometimes, uh, you know, look, oh, the dates are always accurate. What am I saying? Go to crimereport.nyc, and you'll see a little dot that says, like, uh, stand up. Just click that. Guess what? Seth Barron and I have a new podcast called, you're going to love the name. It's called Too Woke to Fuck. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, that <laughs> podcast is going to be a part of some bonus material that I'll be putting out here in the very near future. So I want you to be on the lookout for that. Too Woke to Fuck with Seth Barron. And myself, it mm-hmm. is all right. Well, uh, Stacy, uh, if your website is going to be uh, all over, it's going to. I'll have a link on okay. my website, crimereport.nyc. Just go there. That's what I learned about podcasting. Send them there, crimereport.nyc. Only one thing, though, if you do want to contribute to the show, we are happy to take that because, like, uh, yes, yeah, the show doesn't really. There's no advertising. We don't have any ads, so oh, your money means the world. Thanks to uh, all my patrons. I can name you by name, but like, uh, why would I do that? I don't want to embarrass you. You don't want people to know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC. Once again, patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC. Someone will write me and go, how do I find your Patreon? It's patreon.com slash Pat Dixon NYC. Thanks to Stacey Kendrow for being that here. That was so fun. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report. Is it over?